The Dr. Zeus Podcast is brought to you by Wednesdays, Thursday and Friday. Hurry. Tonight's show is dedicated to my brother, whose birthday is tomorrow, but it's almost tomorrow. And to my friend TJ, who is in New York. And his birthday is already here because it's already midnight in New York. It's almost 1 a.m. there. And... um. I just wanted to give them a birthday shout out. So tonight, we're going to talk about Baba Wawa. If you don't know who Baba Baba Wawa is, look up the old Saturday Night Live episodes where Gilda Radner does this amazing caricature of Barbara Walters. Today, Barbara Walters is 90 years old. She is retired. Um... The facts of her current life are, we don't know, you know, the tabloids are very, you know how the tabloids are sometimes, oh, it's from a family source, it's from this, it's from that. And, you know, I don't think we'll ever know. I think, you know, she has her privacy. And we're going to talk to someone about Barbara Walters. Barbara Walters is known for making people cry. She didn't make Fidel Castro cry. But she made, you know, she's made Halle Berry cry. Courtney Love. Oh, she really made her cry. Um, Robin Williams, you know. um, She, yeah. People have even parodied it and said, what is this? Barbara Walters, you're making me cry. And she's an icon, you know. Um, she's had a few low blow moments, though. Like when she asked Ricky Martin about his, about his sexuality, which I always thought was kind of distasteful. And then she later apologized. And it's kind of like, well, it's kind of too late, you know. And then, of course, the Christopher Reeve interview right after his riding accident in 2000, and, or not 2000, in 1995. Oh, my goodness. It's hard to believe that that it you know 1995 okay i was a, i was a freshman in high school high school was not fun but i remember you know okay i was 14 15 i started wearing contacts i don't wear them currently that's kind of the weird thing you know how like it you we it's kind of squeamish to give a teenager a car give a teenager some contacts because I didn't know how to put them in at first. Um, you know, um, I would wear them to bed. It was crazy. I was I was a crazy teenager, yes. I was, oh my goodness, I had such a temper. I still kind of do, but I, I've, it's calmed down. I would throw things at the wall, like cups. Like I made, I remember I made a cup in art class and he put it in the the kennel or something the art teacher and then I I had two of them and one of them I broke because I threw it against the wall thankfully I didn't throw it against the window because then we really would have had a problem you know and um you know but see music was always my my I wouldn't call it escape I think people thought that I just tuned out no 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 I was listening to everything going on you know but I love music and going to live concerts really changed all of that, you know. Um, 
I would like to think what Barbara Walters would be doing at an Iron Maiden show. I'm sure they would scare her, you know. Gotta love Iron Maiden, though, you know. They're a trip. They're a good trip. I'm praying for rain. Dr. Zeus podcast loves rain. You know, um, I, of course, have the stickers. And those who I, if I have your address or P.O. box or whatever... Um, you know, I'll, uh, send it. I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of surreal to have stickers of a show that I do that I, I record in my bedroom or I record on the road or wherever, you know, with my picture on it, um, raising an eyebrow. Now, those of you who are seeing, who are going to see the picture, Oh, it's you raising the eyebrow like The Rock. No, I don't think so. I don't play that. Before The Rock, Joanne Johnson, whatever he wants to be called, my grandmother raised her eyebrow like that. And I inherited that. And, you know, it's kind of like, what? You know, when you look at someone, you go, huh? You just raise that eyebrow. So that's why I raised the eyebrow, you know, and I took that picture in 2015 and I thought it just looked great part of the show. And of course, and then there's a picture of my interface that I rarely use because it doesn't always want to cooperate and I'm going to start to use it more. I'm just going to have to set it up, put a little desk in my room and that's the show. You know, I usually record the show in bed um, before bed <laughs> Or on the road or in a chair, you know. I've recorded it outside and that's weird because then the dogs are like, what are you doing? You know, is it kibbles and bits or is it Memorex, you know? So we'll we'll see how far that goes. I've been recording this show for about a year. And um, it's coming up two years. And I just want to continue it. I love doing this show. It's such a fun experience. And um, I recommend it, you know. I try not to say any four-letter words because I actually want more listeners. And, um, yeah, I want to be able to have, you know, certain family members who are who are little to be able to listen to the show without, you know, because there's a lot of a, the dialogue, you know, when I have guests on and all that. Um Okay, anyway, so yes, friends, Barbara Walters. Barbara Walters gets a lot of heat, and it's understandable, you know. She's the first woman, though, um, to be in primetime with her own show. You know, her and Harry Reasoner, who I don't think he particularly liked her. Oh, you know, 2020, ABC... Um, her interviews, which are infamous, and of course, The View, which is very infamous. The View started to become infamous when they would hire these new people and these political fights would just start breaking up. And and it was for ratings, you know. Rosie O'Donnell and Elizabeth Evil Hasseback. Asback, that's what she should be called. I don't like her. You know, um, Barbara Walters and Elizabeth, whatever, um, you know, and Barbara chastised her, well, for good reason. Um, and then, you know, you have, uh, 
other people on The View with different views, Megan McCain, you know, Joy Behar, yeah, um, Star Jones. <laughs> Star Jones really just threw that show for a loop. I mean, there was no, there was no bones left. She threw, she threw her bones into the pot and boom, blew up, you know, and, um, but Barbara Walters, you know, she is a controversial figure because it's like, ooh, here we go, you know, um, in terms of, okay, how is this interview? Because she's going to ask the tough questions, you know, and then she would ask, what is, how would she do it? What is the biggest misconception of you? Well, then I'm not educated and I'm not clean. Clean on person or clean off drugs? A both. That's what she asked Courtney Love um, a year after the suicide of Kurt Cobain. So that's pretty, yeah. Um, there was a very poignant interview that Barbara did with um, Christopher Reeve. And there's a, an interesting moment where Christopher Reeve talks about this this doctor who came to check him one day. Christopher Reeve was very depressed. He had asked his family to pull the plug. And they said, we'll do what you want, but you're still you. And so one day, this doctor comes with this Russian accent and tells him, turn over. And Christopher Reeve is about to page the nurses when he realizes it's his old friend, Robin Williams. And Robin Williams came to cheer him up, and he realized when he could laugh, he could live. And so his good friend, of those Juilliard days, Bar- uh, Robin Williams really helped with that. I almost said Barbara Walters. <laughs> you know, I love the Gilda Radner impression of her. She didn't like it at first. She couldn't, she, you know, she took it too seriously, which is understandable. And her daughter, Jackie, was like, oh, mummy, lighten up. I can't really do uh, Gilda justice. I am a huge Gilda Radner fan, but I'll try it. So she would be like... Welcome to Not For Ladies Only. I'm your host, Baba Wawa. And tonight we have a living legend, the incredible Marlena Deutwin. Thank you. It is good to be here. Uh, Marlena, uh, tell us about that coat. Is it mink? Oh, no. It is just a silly wabbit. Yeah, I try. So for me, though, the infamous interview of Barbara Walters is the Castro interview. She interviewed him twice. First time in Cuba, he was wearing his his you know uniform and then later on in his suit. And you could tell that they were kind of smitten with each other, which is a little disturbing. Um I I don't know, maybe at one point Barbara had a cigar in her mouth. You know Castro loved his cigars. So, I'll leave it at that. Unpleasant dreams and remember this is Baba Wawa, and this is 2020, and good night. Unpleasant dreams. <laughs> it's Thursday. It's almost Friday. Almost. I mean, it's Friday over on the East Coast, and that's a good thing, but right now it's still Thursday here, and it's the Dr. Zeus podcast. And you know what that means. Fun. Yeah, fun. Oh, my goodness. 
It's getting, it's, as Janet Jackson would say, it's getting hot in here. Yeah, and then she rips her clothes off. But I'm not going to do that right now. Maybe in a couple of months. Um, the self-promotion is going good. I just have to mail some of you the stickers. The magnets are not here yet. They will get here soon. The Dr. Zeus podcast is brought to you by Rain. I want it. I need it. Right now I'm watching this video of... Yes, I watch those kind of videos. I will. I refuse to do that Calm app because you got to pay money for that. You should not have to pay money for calmness and to listen to Matthew McConaughey's voice, which sometimes it's good and sometimes it's it's just not. You know, when he does that, all right, all right, all right. I'm like, no, I don't think so. I'm not putting a beer can on my head. Hmm. <sighs> Let's see if uh, someone wants to play. <laughs> Let me get open my, my phone book. Let's see what he's doing. Yes. Will he answer or will he not? It's all, if he starts talking about Dr. Oz, then we know where he's at. Yeah. Come on. Pick up. Keep that bidet running. <laughs> I want a bidet too, but he beat me to it. So for now, I'm just going to get one of those shower heads and have a little fun. You know, get clean. Okay, he's not... He's unavailable. Okay, that's nice. So, the Dr. Zeus podcast will go on with itself. You know, sometimes it's good to have him on. Sometimes it's good to just do a show. You know what I mean? Mm. I was noticing something over the weekend. I was watching the dog, the bounty hunter marathon. And he's balding slightly, but he's got that long hair. You know, it's almost like 60 minutes, okay? You know how in 60 minutes when you see Mike Wallace come, or I don't see him coming, when they saw him coming, the bad people, they would, you know, close up shop or run. I wonder what people do when they see Dog the Bounty Hunter. They, they see that hair, you know, they see the outfit, the sunglasses. I wonder what they say. It's like, oh, here comes Dog. Damn, he's got a lot of hair. And he does. And he has a lot of children, but, you know, he's Dog the Bounty Hunter. He just keeps on going. You know, I know a few bounty hunters and a lot of what he does they say is BS and I believe it. I believe them but I just watch it because you know for entertainment value that's about it it's not like I'm a dog the bounty hunter devotee I mean you know he's he's got a uh, couple of uh, cute people working with him that's all I'll say you know it's the Dr. Zeus podcast. I mean, come on. <clears throat> it's the 26th. Tomorrow's the 27th. I like the number 7. I like the number 27, you know. Ah, people. It's like one big burrito. You just want to take a lick. With sour cream. That reminds me I haven't been to Chipotle in a while. And I really want to go. 
But tomorrow I have to go shopping after work. So, and I'm looking forward to it. It's strange when you see a concert that you're going to go to on TV and you're like, oh, it's a big deal. You know? I don't know if I've ever seen the Tool concerts that I've gone to on TV. You know? Um, I remember one time Depeche Mode was coming to town and they were all over the TV and I was like, oh, too bad. I can't afford it. Because I was in my early 20s when they came to town. You know? They were all about uh, Dream On. Remember that song? Yeah. And they have some good hits, you know? I had a friend in college... Uh, well, I, I'll call them a, uh, an acquaintance. They're not a friend, though, because I, I, I ended that stuff where she was convinced that the lead singer of Depeche Mode was gay. And I was like, I don't think so. And she's like, oh, please, I know my instincts. I know what I know. And I'm thinking, yeah, you're not too bright, sweetie. You're really not too bright. Um, one time she told me something and I looked it up. I, I like to fact check. And she got all pissed at me and she says, you know, you have to be right. I said, no, no, it's not about being right. It's just that it's a fact. And I'm not saying that I'm right and you're wrong. It's just a fact. It's in writing right there. That's the fact, okay? Well, it's in many. I'm thinking, <laughs> yeah, whatever. <sighs> People like that need to just be put to sleep, you know? Just give them a candy bar and say, here, go indulge. Um, today was an okay day. You know, when I need to rise to the occasion, I rise to the occasion. And it's Thursday, and it's thirsty, and... It's raining, and I watched a little bit of Fleabag, and I can see why Phoebe won the Emmys that she won. That is a funny show. I'm so glad now I can watch it and enjoy it. And um, at first I was like, what? She beat Julia Louis-Dreyfus? And here's the thing. I liked Veep, but the last season was just kind of like, It's good to have some new blood win the Emmy, you know, especially when the British, I love the, oh, Lord, Andrew Scott, who played the priest in Fleabag, yeah, he was on Sherlock, and I love it when he, I'll never forget, he breaks in and gets the royal jewels, and then he looks at Sherlock and he's like, through love. I am king And honey you should see me In a crown And I was like Oh my god yeah, He's funny um, Sherlock is such an interesting show Benedict Benedict Cumberbatch You know Martin Freeman Oh my god So he fit in perfectly As Professor Moriarty 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 I can't say it, it's like Downton Some people say Downtown Abbey No, it's Downton Not Downtown Abbey It's not It's not Downtown Abbey Times Square I don't think so Don't tell Rudy Giuliani that Rudy Giuliani If you notice in the news All the photos of Rudy Giuliani He looks almost like a demon 
very kind of demonic, you know. His teeth, oh lord, you th- you would think with that kind of money you could have bought some nice, you know, um, nice false teeth. But no, no. <sighs> but Nancy Pelosi, and before we end tonight's broadcast, I want to talk to the S- Speaker of the House. Speaker of the House Pelosi, are you here? Yes, I'm here. I just want to let you know that the chickens are coming home to roost. Ooh, who turned you into Malcolm X? It's the principal. You see, we're going to get him. I stand firm. I'm 79 years old. And I'm not going to let some... Some... uh, Sugar in the mouth affect me by an orange man who doesn't even know what he's doing and all he does is tweet 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 while we work tweet 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 we should build him a nest for when it's all done so speaker of the house he will be impeached most definitely and then I can get a bikini wax and I'm on my way But what about Mike Pence? What if he resigns too? You're president. Yes, I... mm, I I did think about that, but... We'll get to that bridge when we come to it. Thank you, Speaker of the House. Don't mention it. And so, my friends... Unpleasant dreams, and remember... Impeachment is coming. And if you don't agree with me... You can always write me your nasty little messages... Oh, you stupid liberal. You know, my father is a Republican and my mother is a Democrat. So I can take it. Unpleasant dreams.